Hello and welcome to Out in the Woods. I'm your host, JD, and I'm staring at not one, but two raised hands right now because not only do we have my co host, as always, Nico Sorinello, we also have a very special guest, Wyatt Maytot. Guys, how the hell are you? Howdy, howdy. Hi, Wyatt. Finally, had me on. Well, after the debacle last week with Noah, I was slightly scared to open it up so soon to another guest. Um, not that we had one on last week, but we tried. So I'm happy you're here, braving the untamed waters of the podcast. Oh, I can't wait. I do have a quote. Noah said, I want my vengeance. That was his quote for having Wyatt on technically before him. Well, sometimes you just nah, you're just not as good as the king. As they call me. Oh, gosh. Uh, technically, Nico, you were on before Sam. You were the first guest. That episode never saw the light of day, though. Thank it probably God. won't. Well, neither did Noah's. <laughs> well, that one with me was... Uh, that one was bad. Maybe maybe we'll release parts of it from the vault. We'll do like a commentary on it. I don't think anyone needs to hear anything that was said in that one hour. I don't think anyone wants to hear it. You you be quiet, White. I'll kick you off right now. You're done. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Obviously, we kind of know you. I think I, I like to think that we know you, but uh, yeah, I'm maybe... his best man, so I think I know him pretty well. Oh my gosh! For those of us who aren't going to be your best man, who are you? Well, I'm just a fun-loving guy. <laughs> uh, I am from. Y'all's hometown, as you know, Midland, Texas. And just started work at a new job, uh, selling compressors. It's horrible. So I hate my job. Uh, and I love board games, my COVID hobby. And I think that's pretty much all you need to know about me. Wow. Nico, do you have any thoughts on that one? Um, I did not know he hated his job. I knew everything else. I don't hate my job. It's just new. You're also only like a week in, right? Eh, three, two. Am two I the only person who likes my own job? No, I'm going to take it back. I, I don't know enough to not like it. Just in case any of my my coworkers are listening. <laughs> not, not that they ever would. I, out, of the, out of the 13 people who regularly listen to this uh, podcast, I don't know if any of them are your coworkers. I hope not. They probably have better taste. No offense to the fellow Woodies who listen to this, but this podcast is not exactly 10 out of 10. <laughs> we got the dog dog noises in the background. I don't know if you guys can hear that. So what can you do? Very professional. Well, I'm currently posted up in a hotel in Weatherford, Texas. So we're, Lovely. We love the professionalism. So you, you mentioned board games as your, uh, as your COVID hobby, so to speak. And uh, I have been subjected to many, many board game nights and board game afternoons and board game mornings uh, and board game discussions. So I'm curious right now, in your opinion, what is the best board game that's on the market and what is the best board game that you own? Do they have to be different? Because it's both the same. It's, it's Dune. It's the greatest game ever made. I also I think, think it's it's like the longest game ever made. It's a four, if anyone's seen the Dune movie, 
the new one. It's actually based on an old book, which also had a board game in the 70s that came out. Great game. It died, and then it was revived by this company. And it is amazing. Hasn't changed since the 70s. Greatest game of all time. It also takes about four hours. Yeah, I think it's kind of overrated. Unfortunately, I'm with Nico. I'm I'm with Nico on this one. What What is your favorite board game of mine? Me? Yeah. Or Nico? I've only played two. So, what have you played? Dune and uh, Catan. Ooh. See, I'm kind of a slut for Catan personally, especially now that you have all the expansion packs. Cosmic Encounter is pretty fun. Um, I just like the quicker games. Unless it's Catan, personally. Hey, I'll be right back. I think my boss is calling. Just a second. Oh, no. Okay. Well, Nico, it's you and I. How have you been? I've been good. But uh, expanding on what Wyatt said. Oh, what you said. I do. I would prefer Catan over Dune, but I still think Catan's overrated, too. So, I personally think that well, okay, we're going to come back to Catan being overrated. But Dune, to me, maybe I've just, I mean, I've played with pretty much the same people every time. It's just so serious. It's serious, and I think it's, I like board games that, are, that you can play with, like, a lot of people, like several, and they're easy to catch on. And I will give that to Catan. Catan's not hard to learn. It's kind of simple in philosophy, and then it's easy to play. Like, it took me, like, 10 minutes to understand the fundamentals. And there's, like, a few. There's enough where you have to actually learn. But then you can actually start, like, strategizing and stuff. And I like that. Dune confused the hell out of me. There was alliances. I guess you can have that in Catan as well. But Dune, like, (laughs) I just remember everyone yelling. Or specifically two people. (laughs) I'm back. And, sorry, it was a telemarketer. So that was Uh as my area of expertise, can I jump in here? Well, of course. Uh, Catan is a great introductory to board games. So for a casual, new to board gaming, great game. Dune's definitely for... It's a heavy hitter, for sure. So I could understand, as to only playing a couple of board games, how you would hate that. To me, Dune is like... Dune is almost like the meth of board games in the fact that like no casual person is just going to randomly start doing math. Catan is kind of a gateway drug. That was probably a really bad analogy, but like, no, I get it. The, I get it. Joe yeah. blow is probably not going to enjoy or want to play Dune. Oh boy. Does it feel good though? Dune it's addicting. It's Dune like is math. not addicting. No, stop. I, I, I did not want to play again. I'll play Catan all day long. I'm sure if a regular guy just starts doing math, he doesn't want to do it just right off the gate again. What do you mean it's addicting? I don't know, man. Sounds like someone's never done math. Yeah, (laughs) good point. I know what's going to happen next time at uh, at ConCan. So I know that, um, I know I asked the last question, Nico, I promise I'll let you jump in here. But speaking of ConCan and having two ConCan cowboys here, uh, the first question is from at Joe Mama sixty one on Instagram, aka my mother. Hi mom. 
what do you do with your spare time when you're not planning trips with your friends? Oh, man. I, I consider myself the trip planner, actually. So I don't really, besides board games and trip planning, there's not much else I do. Except maybe uh, hop on with Nico. We have a little late night siege powwow. <laughs> but I actually did just plan a whitefish trip, and it's a year out. So that tells you anything. That was what's amazing to me about that text is the fact that it was for next year. You can never be too early. It's it, I'm, I'm fishing lines out there, seeing who bites, who doesn't. We're gonna. That was just an introductory. My thing is we'll like see who really bites. I don't even know what I'm doing in August, yet alone next year. See, that's I could the be thing. dead. You you put it on your calendar. You you block those dates out because then everyone's busy. If I do it a year out, you have to do it because then you block those dates out. What what if I or, get a wedding invitation? So then I'm just not as important to you. You show your true colors at that point. Nico, what if we're getting married by next year? That's not happening. To each other? Wyatt, Wyatt might be. It is Pride Month. <laughs> well now. One of the seven deadly sins. I got a little while. You're, you're getting a little too ahead of yourself, big bucko. Hey, hey, one of us... Well, two of us have a big boy job. One of us has a girlfriend, and I am not in either of those categories. That's a fair point. So, personally, Nico, I don't know how you feel about this, but having tried to plan endeavors, which, Nico, I know you've done with with camping trips and stuff, planning trips is a pain in the ass. And, Wyatt, you do the excellent job of bringing it up gauging interest and then taking care of it because when you start to get too many opinions about things that's when it gets complicated and everyone has their ideas that everyone you know they all want this to happen and this to happen and then no one can agree and then it doesn't happen so you do an excellent job of saying here's what we're going to do here's how much it's going to be here's when it's happening i'd like to say i'm a natural born leader so oh i will okay (laughs) I, I, if you get too many, I agree with you, you get too many opinions, people's opinions don't matter, is it, what it comes down to. This is not a democracy, it's a dictatorship when it comes to <laughs> I don't trust anyone else. We actually, Ben Childers, for those of you who don't know, he's an asshole. <laughs> he is playing two trips that fell through, and I hope he's listening now, because I hate him. But I'll make sure to text just don't the link him. to this this episode to him. I'll make sure he gets it. He should. I want him to hear this. I'll time stamp he it. has lost all trip planning privileges. Because you just... I, some people can do it. Some people can't. He's a guy who can't. He, like, on the court, death beam poison at the earth. I'm not calling Bid Childers. He's not Iguodala. For those who get that reference. That's a bit out of my realm. I got it. Don't worry. But my point is, some people got it, some people don't. I think I got it. I like to take care of it. Okay. Get it done. I enjoy it somewhat, even though it's very stressful, which is weird. But It seems to me that there's a lot of satisfaction with it, though, because when you get the right group, like ConCan has been both bangers back to back. Like good group, good location, good time of year. It's like reasonably close for everyone. It's good price point. Like it's just a great trip. 
and seeing that and like seeing everyone have a good time after having been the one to plan it, that just must be so satisfying. Planning a good trip, it's like crack. I mean, it's like a drug. It, it's very, it's like a dopamine rush. It's like a, I would compare it to like being a chef and everyone liking your meal. It's the same thing. You get kind of a rush from that. Just that satisfaction. My biggest thing with uh, planning trips is, like like you said, I agree with everything Wyatt said, but I I would have to say, especially at like our age, the most stressful thing would would most definitely have to be getting paid by everybody, right? Oh yeah, I mean, there's many a times if people people dropping in, dropping out. That's why I have to text so early, kind of get a head count, and then I make people come in. And I have a little secret for y'all. I usually overcharge a little bit, and then I know, I, I got that. <laughs> I that out from talking to Megan, that, so it just goes to a food budget at that point, though, which we're all going to need to do anyway. And it works out pretty good, I'd say. It kind of covers my ass a little bit, and then it works out. It's not like I'm stealing. You're making a profit. No, I'm not. It's it's not a slush fund. <laughs> it goes back to you in the food form of food and alcohol. Not not if Tanner eats it all. That's a fair point. There's. There's those people who take more than their fair share. This was a they prime example. The breakfast eggs. <laughs> we don't need to talk. It's a democracy. Or it's a dictatorship. <laughs> that's the that's the trip planning tax right there. Is you get yeah. an extra few eggs. This is a prime example why communism will never work. This so we know. Wow. Okay. Well, let's talk about your political views. Oh, I don't no, I'm kidding. I'm that. kidding. We don't talk politics unless I've had a few beers. That's a good, that's a good point. What Nico. was your, uh, what was your segment, Wyatt, that you wanted to do? Okay, I was wondering if we were gonna, if I was gonna get to start that top uh, three. I was about something? to raise my hand in the thing. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, wait, did you raise, raise your hand? I did. Oh, he did. I beat you to it. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm new it's to this. Called, this is a new software. It's called Top Three. So I got a couple categories, and y'all have to we have to discuss and rank them. Or I guess you can each give your own rankings, but we have to give whys. So I'm gonna give three things, and you say one, two, or three. So the first trees: spruce, oak, or aspens. Hmm. I think I got mine. Um, I do not. I need to find a picture of all these. Okay, I'm 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 gonna go. go I'm gonna go oak because it is a superior wood and it is a superior tree. I'm gonna go aspens because they're uh, number two because they're a a monoculture, right? Is that the term? They all share one root system, and then spruce. Well, it's fine. Inferior wood. Interesting. Uh, I'm going spruce number one because it looks like a Christmas tree. Um, Aspen as number two because it's cool looking. And then oak as number three because it's like the most basic looking tree. This is funny. We all have different ones. I'm going aspen one. I like the, the teamwork it brings. And I like they're aesthetically pleasing. I don't know. I... They, I like how they group together and they look cool, especially in the winter time. Then I'm going spruce too because I like the smell. I guess it's very foresty. 
and like fresh. I don't know. And then oak last, just because it's like I don't. It's too you... cocky. It's a cocky tree, and it knows it. It's standing it is not out a there, cocky tree. Standing out there, strong. It's chest puffed up all by itself. It's it, uh. that's spruce. No, no, spruces are to get oaks are more like by themselves. Oaks like, in solidarity. are second only in uh, wisdom to willow trees. It's just so pretentious. You bastard. Okay, next one. Seafood. Shrimp, lobster, and oysters. Nico, you got it. Unless okay. You, unless you're thinking. No, I, 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 I'm just going to go with the order he said it in. I shrimp number one. Um, I really like shrimp. And I do like shrimp pasta as well. I like making shrimp pasta as well. I think there's a lot you could do with shrimp. It can be an appetizer you can incorporate into a dish. Uh, lobster is number two because although I think lobster is good, I prefer crab myself. Um, and then I have oysters at three because I actually personally don't like oysters. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna agree with Nico for different reasons. Shrimp, I do agree. It's like it's very versatile, and it's also affordable, like comparatively. Uh, it's pretty good. It's definitely not the best seafood, but it's it's okay. Lobster, I think it's too pretentious, and it does taste good, and it is bougie, but I don't think it's worth it. And then oysters, uh, I've never actually had an oyster, so what? Yeah, never. No, they're not good, personally. See, I'm going oysters in number one, and I definitely understand not liking it. Like, it's kind of a weird thing. Like an oyster, it's like slimy texture. I could see people not liking it, but nothing. No other seafood has as high as a ceiling and low as a floor. It's a gamble of seafood, but when it's good, it's amazing. Then I'm going shrimp too. Super, one of the most versatile seafoods. You can eat it a thousand different ways, as was stated on uh, Forrest Gump, Bubba Gumps. I'm not even going to go into it, but there's about a thousand. You should watch that movie if you haven't. It's a great movie. Who hasn't seen Forrest Gump? I don't know. Probably some people. All these youngins nowadays. Oh, boy. And then I'm going lobster as kind of the same reasons. Kind of pretentious. I don't, I'm not, for the price point of lobster, I don't think it's that great. It's a little rubbery. I don't know. Do y'all remember when lobsters used to be in Walmart? Yeah, the lobster tanks. You never see lobster tanks anymore, and that's crazy. Well, it's because, I mean, they used to be, like, kind of cheap. And then it oh, kind of got cheap. bouged up. And now everyone thinks it's super fancy, so people are willing to pay more. They were like poor people's food for a while. Like, Same, but that was like a while ago. That was well, like and, and carp used to be the rich man's fish. Interesting. Yeah, I so, never even, I've never had a desire to eat carp. So why next time you decide to eat oysters, you bust them open on the half. Okay, don't drain the juice, and you lay them out on a baking pan, and you put. Um, you get some like garlic butter, homemade garlic butter, a little bit in there, and then you sprinkle Parmesan cheese over top of them. I'm about oysters Rockefeller. And then you, is that what it's called? Yeah. 
and then you, would, bro- you why are you telling them? me how to cook lo- uh, oysters? I, and you never I, I haven't had these, but I have heard from countless people that this is the best way to have oysters. It's like the main way to eat lobster or oysters. Really? Yeah. I thought There's people just the, ate them raw. That and then this. Those are the two most popular I ones. feel really stupid now, but okay. Yeah, this is why you should have an oyster. Did did I ever tell you about when your brother tried to order oysters in, in Rockport? Oh, that does not surprise me. Well, we go down there, and he was like, yeah, I think they have a lot of oysters down here. Like, this will be great. And so he, we're sitting there at the restaurant, and he's trying to order these oysters. And the girl's like, well, it's not actually oyster season here, uh, so they're going to come out of a can. And he's like, oh, okay, so they're not fresh oysters. And she was like, no, it's not season for Rockport. Like, we don't have them for another week or two. And he goes, he looks down the menu and he goes, oh, you guys have oyster nachos. Are those fresh oysters? Oh, my God. And she was like, no, it's not season. <laughs> we won't have them. Those are going to be canned oysters as well. And he was, like, so stumped at this fact that the oyster nachos were going to be the same oyster as, a you know, a raw oyster from a can. The- you cha- you judge the season. It's months that end in R. That's how you know if it's oyster season or not. Also, speaking of Rockport, that's where fucking Ben was supposed to take us, and he canceled for 4th of July. So pissed. Brought that up. Sorry. That's okay. Why would you go to Rockport for 4th of July? I don't know. It's by the... It's kind of by water. I don't know. I just feel like you need to be around water for 4th of July. Nico, did you get invited? No, I didn't either. Well, it never happened. That's why y'all didn't get invited. Well, probably because you didn't invite us. He's in Colorado. He just found out. Ben, if you're listening, fuck you. Language. You know my mom listens to these. Oh, take, I take it back. I'm sorry, Miss Eiler. <laughs> okay. You had other ones? Yes, I have two more. Uh, top three mans. We have Metro Man, Omni Man, and Superman. I don't know who Metro Man is. From Megamind? Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, easy. Who is the second one? Omni Man. It's from Invincible. Amazon Prime. Great show. You should watch it if you haven't. Oh, that guy. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Omni Man number one. Okay. Easy. Easy. Superman, number two, but it's close. Omni-Man, number three. So how are you, are you ranking by, like, how are you ranking this? That was also my question. My favorite. Okay. Not, like, power scaling them? No, I think I think that would be maybe still close between Omni-Man and Superman. I think Omni Man has him though. There's a there's a whole theory with Metro Man because of that scene where he like Megamind tries to kill him and then he just like runs around slow motion. Mm. And someone mm-hmm. like did all the calculations and found out he's like the fastest comic character or any superhero character like ever. Interesting. Because of how he's like moving around is in, in his like depression state. Yeah, yeah. But he also doesn't do anything, so He's like the fastest live and like super powerful, but like he's kind of lazy. So I'm gonna drop him to three. But if he was trying, I put him at one. If I'm going Omni Man one, Superman two, and Metro Man three. Are you going mm. power scale or favorite? I think, I think 
not power scale, but like if they were to fight, because I think Metro Man's just kind of lazy, or else he'd win. Hmm. Nico, that's that's up to you. You're the last one. I'm going Omni Man is one, Metro Man at two, Superman at three. Based on my favorites, I hate Superman. Yeah, Superman's overrated. Oh. Omni Man just like a straight menace. He just beats his son. It's kind of crazy. The scene with him going through the portal and killing the aliens—that was pretty insane. Despicable. I will admit, just a menace. Absolute diabolical. Okay, last one: condiments, ketchup, mustard, and mayo. What kind of mustard? Any kind you want. This is any anything's fair game. I'm going to have to think about it. You guys go. Go ahead, Wyatt. I'm going with a hot take, as I have been. It's going to be so stupid. Mayo's number one. Oh. Just, okay. Think about the versatility. I'm putting of you on mute. There's just so much versatility with mayo. It's in every sauce. Even if you don't think it's in something, it's in something. You're getting it confused with aioli. Mayo is aioli. That's the thing. It's yeah, but aioli. no. So this is like aioli. this is like saying French's mustard or the little good mustard that has like the little mustard balls in it, the seeds. Yeah, but aioli is made up of mayo. It's it's you gotta if you say if you say ketchup mustard aioli that's different. Yeah, but mayo is the base, so I feel like it counts. Aioli, it's the same thing, but mayo is like cheap aioli. I also just like mayo. Like mayo is the superior sandwich dressing. Oh. I'm going mayo, then ketchup, then mustard. Just because I like ketchup on like a burger more than mustard. Diabolical. Absolutely diabolical. I'm going ketchup, numero uno. Mustard, number two, but it's got to be the good mustard that has a little mustard seeds in it. Like, what is that like Dijon or is that different? Like a, like a, no, Dijon's a little different, I think. Um, I don't entirely know. I'm thinking like an old style mustard, like a coarse ground. And then, and then mayo. Um, I'm going with ketchup at number one because ketchup for me is the one I use the most and I think the best. And I'm going mayo at number two because I agree with Wyatt. It's probably the most versatile because I use it like for sandwiches on like hamburgers, stuff like that. So I'm putting mayo at two and then ketchup at three. I mean, mustard at three because it's the one I probably use the least. That's I kind of I'm with you there. That's so, why I put mustard at three. French fries and ketchup superior. I mean, I will say you take your French fries, put it, do a little ketchup mustard mixy. Y'all ever do that? Why well, I don't uh, know how to tell you this. That's that's barbecue sauce. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. It's really good. I mean, that is actually what barbecue. It's it's ketchup and mustard, and uh, and like brown sugar. Well, yeah, but. I mean, you're basically just making barbecue sauce. 
I saw a big red barbecue sauce recipe. I have to try that sometime. I've met I've met quite a few people who actually just don't like ketchup at all, which is just like amazing to me. Like I don't understand. Now, what if we introduce ranch? How's I hate ranch. Up? Last. Wow. Last. Wow. I think I still got to go ketchup number one. Ranch number two, only because of its versatility. And then mustard number three. I'm a big ranch guy. I think I got Every time I see Texans eating pizza with ranch, I literally gag. It's I, so I, good. It's so disgusting. I will it, say, my pizza habits so bad. are definitely in the minority, but I'm definitely a ranch pizza guy. That is disgusting. Also a disgrace. guy. So. That is also disgusting. Teach theorem. So what what else Wyatt? You obviously eat ranch with pizza. Sure. Salad, what else? I mean that's fair. I kinda I like chicken. Like probably like like chicken nuggets. Yeah. I just like I've gone with you. I've gotten to a point where like I just can't eat pizza without ranch. Jeez. It's like I physically I just like don't like pizza if it doesn't have ranch on it. It's like if I order a pizza and I look at my fridge and there's no ranch, like I'm upset and I like don't really want the pizza anymore. That's a new red flag for me. If I take a go out to dinner and she starts eating pizza with ranch, I'm 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 walking out. I hate that. What do you hate about ranch so much? No, it's not it's I don't like ranch to begin with. But then you incorporate it with pizza. It's just, it's a disgrace. But why don't you like... I guess you are Italian. Why don't you like ranch? What's wrong I just, with ranch? I, I've just never really liked ranch. I mean, the only salad I eat is Caesar salad, which has Caesar dressing. So that's not ranch. And if I have a regular salad, I'll use like Italian dressing or something. I've never really liked ranch. Wings. That's another one. Yeah, I don't even use it on ring- wings. Are you like, a blue cheese guy? Yeah, just because I don't like ranch. I think I think when I moved to Texas, I started seeing my friends eat pizza with ranch, and I just instantly disliked it because I've just I like that image is burned in my mind, it and it, it literally makes me gag. It's fair. It's fair. I didn't know even know that was a thing. Major. Is it just in Texas? I, I, it's the only place I've seen people do it. I mean, you know, you learn a lot about food when you move here. I don't even know, like, uh, uh, like breakfast burritos were a thing. So I had to eat one as a Boy Scout. Incredible. Because they didn't have pancakes. I never breakfast had burritos, far superior. Breakfast burritos are good. I just was really confused what it was because I wanted eggs and they were like, the eggs are in the burrito. And I was like, super, like, Amazed. <laughs> I was just blown, blown away by the convenience. <laughs> yeah, it was honestly like I just never really thought about it. <laughs> There's also just like Mex I Mexican food's not a big deal everywhere else, I feel like. Or if it is, it's not good. I'm gonna oh, throw that one out there. Absolutely you go a, like north from Texas and you have garbage Mexican food. Yeah. Like that's I think that's like a Texas staple. If there was one food, like everyone likes to claim barbecue, I think it's Mexican food. It's yeah, like well, New Mexico also has really good 
I guess and for them though, it's technically like New Mexican food. All the green chilies and stuff. So good. My uh so good. my cousin who just moved to Texas from San Diego, he claims the Mexican food in San Diego is better than Texan Mexican. There's food. just absolutely no way that's true. I, I don't know if I San Diego though. I mean I it's really close to the border. Yeah, I guess that's fair. So Californians just want to be better and they can't. I don't Okay, Wyatt, I have one for you. Texas, Wyoming, Colorado. I feel like it's just not fair to put Texas. Okay, okay, okay. I haven't thought about this this one. one. Louisiana, Wyoming, Colorado. Or Montana. We'll go Montana because you've been to Montana. Yeah, I've never been to Wyoming. So it's Louisiana, Montana, Colorado. Yes. You're going to get me in trouble with this one. <laughs> oh, man. That is, that's a good one. I have a separate one for Nico. For those, my, my girlfriend is from Louisiana, for those who don't know. And she's going to be mad at me. Answer honestly. To, no phony yeah. answers, Wyatt. I've only been to Montana once, but it's definitely my number one. Like, wow. Montana is the prettiest place I've ever been. I mean, it's it's so crazy. You hear that, Megan? Break up I'm with them. I'm going Louisiana, too, though. Break up with them. We'll put it at two. There's a lot there. Best food I've ever had is in Louisiana. Been, I feel like we've talked about food a lot on this podcast. And the best is in Louisiana. And then I'm going Colorado 3. But, that I mean, that's tough because those are, like, that's like in my top five of 50 U.S. states. Okay, Nico. Are you ready for yours? I guess so. California, Arizona, Texas. <laughs> Which state are you from? <laughs> no, you uh, got to rank, gotta rank them. Ranking? Yeah, one, two, three. Um... I'm going Texas as number one, California as number two, Arizona as number three. Fair. Um, And the biggest thing that California has going for it is uh, its diverse uh, landscape for me. Like you can go to the beach or you could go skiing in the same state. Um. If we were talking about livability, I might switch Arizona and Colorado. Um, I mean, Arizona and California. But I personally, just like in general, I mean, I don't, I have no motive to move in Arizona, to live in Arizona with the heat. Um, Texas is definitely the best in that regards. So that's why I have that as number one. I do love visiting California, though. Circling back. Uh, I know I just talked about food for Louisiana. I Before I get in trouble, I actually do like my girlfriend and her family and that they're from Louisiana. Does one she live in like a wooden shack in like the, the swamp? Oh, they down the bite for sure. They Cajun. They got alligators swimming underneath them. They actually, there's alligators everywhere down there. Like, like all in front of their houses and stuff. Like you think it's like a joke. It's not. They're everywhere. Neat. Kind of crazy. All right, John David, yours. Is Frippin' North Carolina? South, 
So. I have one for John as well. Okay. Well, you go ahead. I was going to do... What was I going to do? I was going to do South Carolina, New Mexico. And Col- you got to do Colorado. And Colorado. That's right. Yeah. That was, that was that we actually had the exact same one. Easy. South Carolina. I would, wow. That's probably the only other state that I would live in other than Texas. That shocks me. Yeah. No, I, 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 think, I think I'm going to agree with John here, but continue. South Carolina, Colorado, New Mexico. Yeah, I agree with that. I would, I would, if we were talking about maybe second home locations, so like a non-primary residence, if I lived in Texas, second home, I think New Mexico, Colorado, no, New Mexico, South Carolina, Colorado. You'd go New Mexico first? You would, you would choose to live in New Mexico? I, no, second home, I want like a few thousand acres of absolute nothing. Yeah, I guess you could get that. Like, it's just super, there's nothing down there. It's just grass. North or south New Mexico? South. Oh, that's like the worst part. Well, yeah, that's, but that's why I want like thousands of acres where I can just go and be alone. That's fair. And then South Carolina and then Colorado. The Carolinas are blowing up. I need to, I feel like I would would move to Carolina, either one, honestly. I I feel like it'd be pretty sweet. South Carolina, fire. Incredible. I've heard north is pretty crazy too. I, I haven't spent a lot of time in the north. I uh, I have family that lives there, and from what I have visited, it's also incredible. Um, I just love South Carolina. Like I feel like no one really talks about the Carolinas. I feel like could be could be a good place to go. No one talks about the East Coast. It's all about like the West. It's all about the West. I don't think that's true. When you see those TikTokers or Instagram influencers that live in the van, where are they at? They're always oh, in, the, in. Okay, that's completely different. They're always in like Colorado or California hold, or hold on. If you're gonna be living out of your van, obviously they're going like camping a lot of the time. So obviously they're gonna visit the states that have the most, you know, like nature essentially, which the West is less populated, like density wise. Yeah, so obviously I, gonna be over here. I was gonna I bring that up. That. That's like, definitely a fact. Between like Texas and Carolina, there's like no people there's like a couple people it's a but, couple mormons and that's it you mean texas and california between yeah that, yeah, yeah. It, yeah it's like california between there and texas it's mormons but like okay no the else. appalachian trail prime example there's camping all over the place on the east coast but i'm saying most states are more densely density dense densely populated most of the national parks are in the west like think of those states, John. Like Virginia. Yes, Maryland, I I Jersey. agree with this. I agree with that. Can you go? Can you go camping in Ohio? Here, wait. My my dad's here. I'll ask him. Okay, Dad. Select. In your opinion, uh, East Coast or West Coast? That wasn't the question. Okay, well then, yeah, what's I, the question? I don't well, even we know were, what the question was. I don't know if there was one. We were just there wasn't saying, one. I was just saying that. They camp more on the in the West because it's less densely populated. Yeah. Okay. Ask him if they camp more in the West or East. Do you think people camp more in the West or the East? West. He said West. Yeah, because he's smart. Okay. He's if like you if you had to move out of Texas, would you pick out of out of Colorado, New Mexico, or South Carolina? New 
He said New Mexico. Wow. Interesting. Like father, like son. No, I said I said South Carolina if I was moving there. Second home would be New Mexico. I do like New Mexico. I can't say I've ever been besides driving through. I like North New Mexico. Like the Santa Fe area? Yeah. yeah like up that's there. Where, that's my dad said, yep, that's where he would move. All that area. That place. Anything like Santa Fe and North is pretty sweet. <sighs> okay, we're we're 40 minutes in, and we still have a lot of questions on the Google Doc. Unless you guys just want to keep this going. This has been a good discussion. This has been a good, I, good episode I, I so think far. it's Rand's course. We can, we can move on. Uh... Nico, I see what you're highlighting. Letter rip. Oh, I just was highlighting stuff. That's what I do. Oh, so. well, yeah. Okay, you you got it. You got it. Make sure to say who it's from, though, in this specific. Can I just say the question. first one? Uh, yeah, go for it. Um, no, actually, I like this one. So this one, I'm not going to tell you who it's from. So there's no bias, okay? But which is your favorite Hernandez sister? Oh man. Oh man, this is a tough one. No phony answers, Wyatt. <laughs> I think I know I'm, what he's gonna say. I'm going Kellyanne. <laughs> he has to. I have no. I don't have to. Yes, Emily do. will know why I go Kellyanne. It's like a a fun inside joke that's really mean, where I'm just kind of like mean to her, but it's funny. So I'm going go, Kellyanne. What is your favorite? I'm unironically being mean that. Emily by choosing Kellyanne, but it's funny and she'll get it. I also vote Kellyanne because Emily is a prostitute. Oh. <laughs> Nico? I'm going to say Emily. <laughs> I'll be the one person. Shocker there. Jeez. It's always got to be different. It was at Kellyanne underscore Hernandez on Instagram who asked that I, question. I knew it. I knew she asked it too. How'd you know? Are you in the Google Doc? No, I just figured. I'm not even invited to the Google Doc. Good. Okay. At Colton Joseph 9. Oh, uh, I, what? This part that's highlighted goes with that. <laughs> oh, oh, you messed What'd you do? There, it's fixed. Okay, okay. Uh, at Colton Joseph 9 says, Wyatt's terrible beer review of Miller Lite. And for the audience, in case you don't know, why we can talk about this, Wyatt's beer reviews on Instagram, you said, quote, this is off of your Instagram for Miller Lite, for a fine Pilsner, this Pilsner is anything but fine. I would only drink this beer if it was free, and even then I would complain. I would drink any beer, lager, or ale over this urine. 2.4 out of 10. It's a, it's a little harsh, but I stand by it. Miller Lite, not a good beer. I mean, it's just, it's, everyone likes to make it so mainstream. It's more expensive than other options. And it's just, it, it, it tastes terrible. I'm not, I'm not going to apologize for it. I stand by it. But plug Wyatt's Beer Reviews just reviewed Neon City, a beer out of Hong Kong. You'll have to go check the page to see what I rated it. I, I, you rated that one fairly well, right? I not did. Not to spoil it. I remember not reading that review and I was like, okay, this, is, this was well written. I, I I took a little hiatus, but we're back. I just I, I haven't tried a lot of new beers lately, so I, I'm try I have to branch out. Okay, okay, one two three, Miller Light, Coors Light, Bud Light. Oh man, that's an easy one. 
Coors Light, number one. Then Bud. Then Miller. Really? Mm-mm. Wait, are you putting Bud at the top? Because I no. will never. I'd put Bud last. Bud is, it's it's not, it's close between Miller and Bud. But I made such a big deal mm-hmm. about Miller Light, I have to rank it third. Coors Light easily won. Yep. I think Bud Light is awful. So Miller Light 2, Bud yep. Light 3. Yep. Bud Light not, I also not a good one. one. Great marketing, though. Okay. Terrible okay. Beer. What about, what about 1, 2, 3? Coors Light. Oh, wait, no. I just said that. Sorry. Modelo, Corona, Dos Equis. Oh, that's another easy one. I'm arguing really? those are all not great beers. Without oh. without a lime, we're not adding lime to these. See, a good beer do- shouldn't need a lime. I don't. I hate that argument that a lime makes it that much better. Well, because it does, because they're terrible. I I think I think easily Dos Equis is the best out of those three. See, I think Dos Equis is the worst. And I have data to prove this one. We did a blind taste test with about, what, five, six people? And every single one of them out of, I think, six different beers put Dos Equis last. So there's there's I, hard, there's cold, hard facts behind that. One. I want to be part of this. I, I could taste Dos Equis blind. I we're just drink it so often. We're going to have to redo this. But we're, I'm, going, I'm going Modelo Corona Dos oh my goodness. I'm going to slightly disagree. I'm going to go Modelo Dos Corona. Unless it's Corona Premier. Those, for some reason, taste better. And it maybe is just because it says Premier. So, well, Corona, gonna... I don't like Coronas because this could be a complete rumor, but they don't refrigerate their trucks. So, all their beers like kind of boiled. I, I think that's just something Noah said because I'm pretty sure I heard that it. It could be like very secondhand knowledge. So it could be completely false, but I've heard that, and it doesn't taste that great to me anyway. So, on Corona second, Dose first, Modelo second, Corona last. The disrespect to Dosekis, I'm offended. It's not good. We're I we're have, either going a part of the two blind tastings that I have done, one yes. at my house and then one at Gilk. The first one was my idea. What? The first one was my idea. The one at, here. At, here in Midland? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because Tanner and I were debating Dos Equis. That's right. And then, Nico, you were here for that or weren't? Nico no. was. I know it Sam was, was. Sam, Noah, Tanner, and I, and you. Okay. Okay. Because we all, we all ranked Dos pretty high. No, it was the lowest. Everyone ranked it the lowest. Really? Yes. I was under the impression that we all didn't like Dose, and then we rated it the highest. No, because Tanner said Dose was the best. I said it was the worst, like, in our argument, and then we did it, and we mm. both ranked it the lowest, and it was hilarious. Do you do you remember what number one was? I think mine was, you know what? How I think about it, I was dogging on Bud Light. It might have been Bud Light. Ooh. <laughs> I, Ooh. And then it was a lighter natural light. It was one of the lights, and I think it was natural light because I love natural light. We might we might need to have a ranch trip and, and revisit these um, beer tastings. I think we'll have to. Uh, Nico, do you want to ask the next question? Um, sure. Um, from Anne Marie Holland, what's it like being really, really ridiculously good looking? I mean, it's not easy. 
I'm assuming this was directed towards me. Well, I thought it was to me, but I guess oh. since you're the guest, um, I guess you can have it. I guess we'll just say it's to you. I mean, it's not easy. But, you know, I'm a, I'm a one-woman kind of man. And so, yeah, just having to fend off the alarming amount of women coming my way, it, it's, it's, it's tiring at the end of the day. Is but, that why Megan's family has so many alligators? So they mm-hmm. can... They can defend you. Oh yeah, defend you and her. I mean, I'm a hot commodity, but okay. So it was my beautiful lady. So let's not go. Okay, okay. (laughs) We we all know who who carries the weight in the looks department in y'all's relationship here. I guess we. I won't go further into this one. Okay, okay, Wyatt. Speaking of looks, at Tristan underscore Fauntleroy, however you say his last name, says, quote, hey, it's Ben Childers, and why does Tristan look better with a mustache than me? Wow. We're all, we keep going back to Ben Childers. That is a funny... Have y'all seen their mustaches? No. I mean, Ben looks like a pedophile, so I think it's a clear-cut winner there. Or wait, did he, did he have one at Concan? Yeah. Yeah. And yes. Okay. One, two, three. Tristan's mustache, Ben's mustache, Nico's mustache. Easy. Easy sweep. I, I think it is an easy sweep. I think uh, Nico by far looks the best with a mustache. Yep. I have to I have to say. And then Tristan. I'm jealous of the mustache. Yeah, Ben looks like a pedophile automatically three. Yep. Yep. We just need to name this the dog on Ben episode. I didn't. Okay. Did Tristan have one in Concan? He, so he recently has one now. Okay. Yeah, he, I, I think, had kind of maybe started it or was starting it. I wonder what he looks Concan. like. I need to see a picture. Well, I'm actually t- curious what he looks like with one. For AM baseball, he hasn't shaved because he believes it helps us win. And so he finally, well, we after we, that's when he shaved. And did so we lose? As a mustache. We lost and then won. So we're still we're in still it. We're still in it. Okay. But we beat, we also, we beat UT. Yes. The only one we had to. Like, honestly, I'm fine losing now because, like, that was kind of our College World Series. Might be kind of gay, but, like, I I would rather beat UT than win the College World Series, I think. We can, we can still get a revenge on Notre Dame and then sweep OU. I hate Notre Dame almost as much as Texas, I think. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Notre Dame, Alabama, Texas. Oh man! As far as as far as least favorite, I mean Alabama is definitely the villains, but I probably have to put them at one for least favorite. Your least favorite? No, no. For okay, least favorite, we're going Texas, Notre Dame, then Alabama. I am on board with Wyatt, but it's very close. As someone who grew up a Notre Dame fan, I I actually hate them now. This is going to be a hot take. But solely based on the fan base. Yeah, UT's the worst. Yeah, UT's definitely... I, I know you're not going to say that, which is going to piss me off. I don't I don't think they are. Oh, Man. by far. Alabama to... fans are mean. They are rude. They're also, like, very whiny. Like, they're, they're spoiled, rotten. They're used to winning, and when they don't, they just complain. See, UT fans, right, they're aggravating 
but you also know it's kind of like the younger sibling who is threatening to beat you up in the corner, but you know they're not going to do anything. My biggest, my biggest problem with UT fans, and this is from a lot of experience, is the ones who talk the most to me uh, are always the ones who did not even go to UT. The actual people who go to UT, you know, actually are not too bad to deal with. I'm going to agree rest. with that. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. I, UT fans have been humbled a little bit, too. After that. After I don't even hate, like, seasons. yeah, and then I don't even, like, hate Notre Dame's fan base. I just think they're always overrated and get into things because of their name. Yeah, that's why I hate them. Okay, I, I have another one. I have another one. A&M Galveston, A&M Galveston, UTPB, or Texas State? Oh. Such a <laughs> least favorite? Um, you can rank them either way. I'm going UTPB just because the roots at my favorite. Then, I guess Galveston, then Texas State. Uh <laughs> Are, are these your least favorite or favorite? Um, that was favorite to least favorite. So my favorite to least favorite. Uh, this might be a hot take. I think I know where this is going. <laughs> well, I'm going to say Texas State. I knew it. Called it. Um, I know why, too. I want you to explain why. They actually have a pretty good business school. Okay. Oh, no. come, come on. on. <laughs> <laughs> they do. That's not even counting. Yeah, you, you have some business with Texas State. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if love that do school. Love the oh, business. My <laughs> they do have a good, they have a decent business school. Like at, in, in the state of Texas, I mean, McCombs and Mays are far superior. And Rice, I don't know about Houston. But I know Texas State's business school is actually better than like Tex. So they have that going for them. Um, and then I, I, I would put UTPB second be, just because I don't want to live in Galveston. I'll put Galveston last. I think that's fair. I know you, you didn't. Ex- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let the business it slide. school. Yeah, okay. Okay, bud. Let it slide. For the same reason as Nico, Texas State is number one. <laughs> Have you gone out in Texas State? Me? Yeah. Like, have no. you gone on the square? No. I, I've actually, I don't even know if I've ever really spent any time in there. Oh, I've spent quite a while. It's a fun time. Check out May Lose if you're ever there, listeners. It I is like heard that is the spot. It is the spot. Man, I'm I'm having a lot of fun with these one two threes. Wait, I, I have another, another one. one. Okay, you got it. You got it. You got it. Um, Absolutely killed these it. Are, these are fun. Good job, Wyatt. New <laughs> um, co-host. I need a third option. Hold on. All right, all right. Texas Tech, TCU, Baylor. Favorite or least favorite? It's up to you. Okay, oh, I'm gonna man. rank them least favorite. TCU. Baylor, and that's a close one. And then Tech. Really? Tech, I, I guess, is technically the favorite then. I'm with wow. you. I'm flipping them, but it's really close. I'm going Baylor least favorite because it's Baylor. And then TCU and then Tech. Those are also very, like, TCU and Baylor are very similar. Yeah. And then they're Tech very is what? what? They're black very sheep. What? Similar. Similar? Similar. You're really making similar? fun of how I say similar? Similar. 
Similar. Similar. That's going to be the title. Right similar. Now. Why are you saying it like that? Why? I'm, I'm saying it like what? It's similar. Wyatt Maytot is similar to no one. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm surprised. I would put Tech like as my least favorite. I hate Tech. Really? I hate Lubbock. I hate the location. I hate the people. I hate the school. There's nothing good about the education except maybe like nursing. Man, just go I hate in. everything about it. Man. I really do not like tech. We're going to make a lot of enemies with this pod on this one. I already have them and they, they know. So it's nothing new. <laughs> like I, I like when I moved to Midland, like I just did not like tech people. But I'm dig- a, I'm, I was glad they beat Colt McCoy. Okay. But I don't know. Baylor people are just Baylor people. Yeah. Why do you have one, two, three, or do you do you want me to do it? I mean I, I use I use quite a few. You go ahead. Okay, okay, okay. One, two, three. O'Bannons. Found, uh Logies. Sorry. O'Bannons Logies Cedar. Easy. You know, I tried to love O'Bannons so hard. Oh, don't even. It just wasn't. I I never liked the vibe that much. But I did, I did like trivia night, and I won second in trivia night. So I'm gonna put O'Bans too. Do not. Ah, man, that's close. We're gonna no, all have O'Bans different ones. Three. O'Bans is my third. I'm putting. Oh. I'm putting. <laughs> I like the vibes at Logies the best, but I spent the most time in Cedar, so I'm going Cedar Logies O'Bans. Huh. Cedars has the highest floor and ceiling, though. Like, I love it, and I absolutely hate it. See, no, it doesn't. Yeah, well, Bannon's really definitely has the tallest ceiling. I, I'm going to have to agree with Wyatt here. Uh, but mine would be Logie's at one, because it's like Wyatt, where I spent the most time. I will say uh, the longer I went there, the more it got packed, and the less fun it was. But um yeah logie's definitely i have so many memories from logie so logie's one i'm gonna put i'm gonna put o'bannon's at two just because of the i did enjoy going there with for just like a drink with like just like one person or two person like on a chill night like not on a friday or saturday that was like a different entirely different experience that i i did enjoy a lot I never did that, and I think that's why it's not my favorite. But I mean, it's hard because, like, I I just I'm putting Cedar at three, not because I dislike it, because I spent enough time there and I enjoyed it. But like, I think it was the least amount of time I spent. So, fair, easy, easy money. I know how this is going. Number yeah. one, O'Bannons, because it is the best. <laughs> Number two, Logies, because. That's where you go if you want to get a little more rowdy. And number three is Cedar because they took my fake ID and <laughs> I always get really hungover after I go there. How much money have you given O'Bannon's? Several hundred dollars. I think it's several thousand, but it's not I, I would say I would put it I'd put it over fifteen hundred. Jesus. Like, cause I mean, how many beers are in a beer card? 75 oh. and 
I mean, you have to have each one of those, and those are a couple dollars. Like those are like. What, I'm gonna five, maybe I'm I'm gonna put it at just over a thousand dollars. No, I think it's well. They're not the too expensive. Because yeah, like I, you just you haven't had just seventy five beers. You've had no, a lot. More there. A lot more beers than seventy five beers there. Uh, O'Bannon's is the best though because pre COVID, I think they would open at two, and so. I would go in at two after or like after my afternoon class and I would study at because you'd have a booth, you have Wi-Fi that no one's on and you have an outlet at your booth and blow your money on alcohol. And, you know, you get two beers. You're there for two hours, three hours and you're alone and they play music. You don't have to worry about that. You might see someone you might not. I would get so much done at O'Bannon's. And then after they like open back up and I could go back in and like sit and hang out. I would still do that. I, I would write papers. I'd do homework. I'd do all sorts of stuff there. Nothing it's wrong with study beers. <sighs> okay, I got another one. No, God. Okay, okay. Airport beer, Ooh. front porch beer, or, or floating the river beer. I think I'm going porch beer at one. Easy. And then river beer at two. I think airport beers are the most overrated beers. It's so expensive. And I, like, I don't really want to be drunk. I get flight anxiety. And being drunk on a flight is probably the last thing I want to do. That's, that's why you drink thing. before a flight. Maybe. Actually, that's a good point. I don't know. I feel like I get sick. And they're so expensive. And I don't know. I'm just It doesn't appeal to me as much. Okay. River beers are up there, though, but it's uh, kind of inconvenient. Plus, when you run out, it sucks. So I'm going porch. <laughs> uh, I'm going porch beer because of usually who I'm around and like just the the vibe. And then second, I'm going airport beer because I like. I feel like you, you usually meet quite a few people or like just people in general over an airport beer. And I like that. And I'm going River Beer last just because we ran out in Concan the first yeah, year. So and that was a PD that it gives me PTSD. So I agree with Nico for all of the same reasons. I think that's fair. Personally. Airport beers, man, flying with a buzz is incredible. I'm just gonna be honest. I don't know. I just feel like I'd freak out. I, I like the social aspect. That's a good point, though. Like, there's random people, and it gives you the confidence to kind of talk to those random people. It's like casual over a beer. So I like I, that. That's my favorite hobby in an airport. I don't have to be Nico. I can be Antonio Giovinazzi. I don't... It doesn't really matter. really went for a stretch with that name there, <laughs> Nicolo Giuseppe. Straight but, out of How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> but, like, yeah, you mean... Here's what it is. Uh, oh, shoot. I also love airport beers as well as porch beers because porch beers are, are lawless for the same or for, for different reasons. You can have a porch beer at damn near any time of the day, just being honest. I think yeah. airport beers, it's even more acceptable to have a beer at 8 a.m. waiting for your flight. Personally. Now... Is a shower beer a top three beer? No. No. Yeah, I think it's 
I want to love shower beers, but they're a little overrated. I've never understood it. It's no fun because of like you usually have a shower beer before an event. So you're yes. kind of excited about the event. You're getting ready and you're having a beer. But I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's top three. Well, that's why know. like everyone likes like traveling. It's like I've always said like when you get to the airport is like the funnest part of the trip because the trip's like not started. And then, so the, the hype and the excitement. But then as soon as you get there, you like subconsciously start counting down the days until you have to leave. I and think so. shower beers, though, my beef with them is A, sometimes, like, I don't know how much shower water you guys get in your shower beers, but I have this anxiety that my shower beer is just like full of water. Yeah, Ooh. that's that's the worst part about it. If you take hot showers, then the beer gets super steamy and super hot. And three, I always forget about the beer because I'm trying to shower. I'm not there to drink a beer. I'm there to shower. So then I end up just like slamming a beer <laughs> at the end of my shower and, and calling it a shower beer. I guess that, 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 yeah, that's a good point. See, your point about airport, like getting at to the airport and you're looking forward to the trip that's what trip planning that's the feeling i get while trip planning not so much at the airport that's why i get such a high off trip planning Hmm. i see so are you ready like looking forward to the one you sent us the whitefish one that's like in a year is that what it was oh yeah i'm already looking okay. i like finding good deals too i'm a good bargain hunter so well make sure the dance hall is open Oh, okay. You should, uh, why you should start looking into a Riadosa trip before Labor Day. That's well, so far. Before that's, Labor Day. That's why, uh, that's why I'm doing the Whitefish one instead of the Riadosa one. Because the whole Riadosa one is the ski. But I want to go to the horse races. Oh, so you want to do like a summer one? Didn't you yes. just go to the horse races? <laughs> yes. I will blow all my money on horse faces. It is I'm so addicting. It is so much fun. I could dabble with a another one. When's uh when wait, well you said Memorial Day or Labor Day? Well which one's in the fall? Labor, Labor. Day. Right? Yeah, okay. Then before Labor Day. Labor Day is the last weekend. Uh let's see. Day, Labor Day twenty twenty two. No one so, I did talk about doing another summer trip, so I might have to look into those. We have until September fifth. I may or may not be able to get that off. I, I really, I mean, even if we stayed, uh, we can talk about this another time. Horse races, absolute blast. Let's see. Um, okay, we're a little over an hour. We normally go about this long, a little longer, a little shorter. We can keep going if you guys want, or we can start packing it in. It's up to the co-hosts. <laughs> Why me? I'm good to call it whenever. I'm just sitting here. Okay, one, two, three, John David, Nico, or Wyatt? Oh, man. I think that's up for the viewers to decide. Easy. Easy. There's going to be a poll. If you listen on Spotify, ladies and gentlemen, there's going to be a poll in your description of um, of the episode. So make sure to answer the poll. We'll have two weeks to do it. It'll give plenty of time for you guys to listen. If you listen on Spotify, answer the poll. One, two, three. John David, Nico, or Wyatt. What a great way to end. Well, it's been a pleasure, guys. Appreciate well, you all having me. What's on. your song of the week? My song of the week? 
We do songs of the week. Oh, I didn't know this. I'm not uh, at all. Man, I, I found this new band uh, called Poor Man's Poison. I think it's my new favorite man band. Ooh. I think it's actually a TikTok song, believe it or not, which <laughs> makes me sad. But it's going to be Hell's Coming With Me. You know, I, I think I heard that song the other day. It is pretty good. It's really good. I, I feel like the storytelling and music's kind of gone away. And I, so I love when songs tell a story and that kind of does it. Like, I Got a Car by George Strait. It's my favorite George Strait song because it tells a story. Okay. Johnny Cash, great because he tells stories in his songs. Nico? Um, I didn't really have one picked out, but I've been listening to this song a lot. It's also from TikTok, kind of. Uh, I just think the vibes of it are pretty, pretty great. Um, it's One Kiss by Calvin Harris and Dua Lipa. Ooh. It's kind of like... This is all it takes. Yeah. <laughs> That's such an old song. Yeah. I, it's... So it's like it's like reemerged on like TikTok for like soccer posts because it's apparently it's like the new Liverpool anthem. That's like their thing now. I don't know why. Well, I kind of do, but yeah, I keep seeing it now. Mine is going to be a certified classic. Uh, into yesterday or into yesterday by Sugar Ray. <laughs> Sugar Ray. Yeah, Sugar Ray. For those of you that know. You know where it's from. Just saying. Give it a listen. All right, Nico. Your time right. your time to shine. Thank you, everybody, for uh, joining us and listening in today on this week with our special guest, Wyatt. And God bless. <laughs>